You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. My name is Stephanie. My name is Katie. We're back to first name basis. Only first name. Yep. They know. They should know. They should Um, know. They should. Today, we are going to Bedford, Pennsylvania. If you're anything like us, wasn't wasn't on our radar. No, not at all. I had heard of it only because of Haley, and I knew that she was from there. Um, but really had no intentions of ever going to visit. But I think today's episode is going to be a little bit of a surprise, a little bit of a delight. I'll go ahead and tell you a little bit about Haley. And then I would, I cannot wait to hear the fun fact. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Stephanie said, we are in Bedford, Pennsylvania today with local Haley Feaster. Haley is an old college friend from NC State. Post-college, she moved DC, where she worked in political fundraising and event planning. She's most passionate about animal rights. She actually has four rescue animals, two dogs and two cats. Recently, she moved back to her hometown from DC to Bedford and fell back in love with the city. Her most recent venture has been opening up a sister restaurant to an Italian restaurant called Lifestyle. Her and her business partner opened Next Door, which is a cafe that serves breakfast and lunch, but also has the cutest gift shop, including plants, fresh pressed juice, books with occasional live music and various workshops. While Bedford is probably not at the top of your list of destinations, we can assure you that after listening to this week's episode, you'll be running, not walking to plan a weekend in this quaint Pennsylvania town. If you want a quiet outdoorsy weekend with a touch of luxury, then you will be impressed. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode where we hear where to stay, dine, drink, and play for your next lovely getaway in Bedford, PA. Oh my God. Are you a poet and you didn't even know it? Yeah. Dr. Seuss. I could have done the whole thing in spoken word, but um, (laughs) that would have taken probably as long as the episode. So, but before we get into today's episode, I have to share with you our town fun fact. Are you ready to hear it? I'm so ready. I actually have two fun facts. The first one has... Yep. The first one has to do with the whiskey rebellion, but Haley actually covers that during the interview. So we'll save that for a little bit later. Um, that's what we call a cliffhanger, right? Keep them on their toes. Keep them, got to keep them on the edge of their seat, hanging off a cliff. <laughs> Go on. But my second fun fact is that the Bedford Springs hotel was the first place in America to have an Olympic sized pool. I am curious why they were the first. Yeah. Like of all places, of all places, a little small town in Pennsylvania, unless there was like a training facility out there for the Olympians. But one thing that (laughs) I've been trying to do lately is actually say the word for instead of fur. I don't know what made me so like aware of that, but now every time I hear er, I, oh I'm gosh. like, or, and I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to make that more. Um, oh no, do it now that now I really like that. Or, er. So, oh uh, yeah. So now you're going to recognize it and you're going to, it's going to bother you. And now I'm going to start. I didn't mean to do that on purpose, but your reaction made me realize that's what I just did to you. Wow. 
That you shouldn't have said that. I've never actually thought of that. And I, I do definitely say fur. Or I do or, too. Or, and I, and, and, and it's going to, you're, it's going to stand out to you, but you know what we have, this is a really fun episode. You're at the beach with your family. I don't want to keep you. Okay. I have a good one. I have a good one. But enough of that. I am ready for today's episode <laughs> in Bedford, Pennsylvania with Haley Feaster. All right, everyone. We are in Bedford, Pennsylvania with local Haley Feaster. Haley, thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown of Bedford, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat about my hometown, a place that has just totally re-energized me and given me a career pivot in my early 30s. So yeah, in love with my hometown. But a little about me, I met your co-host, co-founder Katie in college at NC State in Raleigh, and then lived for about six years in DC doing political fundraising. And um, in a career, I was um, looking for a new job and kind of um, in the interview process and accepting process and decided I wanted to go home for a few weeks, months, whatever it may be, just to um, relax and visit with family and friends. And that, that layover has turned into two and a half years. So yeah, so I moved home in the fall or early, I guess, winter of, of 2018 going into 2019 and um, connected with good friends and former um, co-workers and we actually came up with a business concept to open a restaurant in historic downtown Bedford, Pennsylvania. So we gutted a former bakery spot and opened what's now Lifestyle Next Door and it is the quote-unquote little sister restaurant of Lifestyle and that's owned by two Italian brothers from Milan who are like they've been in business for 14 years and like I said, they moved here from Milan and have an imported Italian store. They do um, dinners on Fridays and Saturdays. And we thought expanding that offering to do a more like international millennial breakfast, brunch, lunch spot um, could be really interesting for our town. Love that. And so do you also sell plants? Oh my gosh. Yes. So I... <laughs> When I was living in DC and first left the hill fundraising, I started working for a plant store called Little Leaf. It's an awesome spot. So to plug Little Leaf in Northwest DC, fell in love with that scene and using greenery to spruce up your interiors, kind of that followed me home and I was distributing and selling house plants. So kind of like the middleman for someone would reach out, like I'm looking for Monstera, whatever. And so trying to help them find their plants. And so we incorporated that into the store. Um, so the restaurant slash store, I, I call it many different things. We have a re or like really big retail section, um, we have a coffee machine. So we do La Colombe from Philly. We roast their beans or sorry, we brew their beans. We have a full menu and then we do private events and um, different workshops with some local makers. So in the heart of central Pennsylvania, and it's been super fun, but we have a ton of plants in there and I just placed a new order. So Tuesday, we're about to get like so many plants into the store and my partners always look at me like oh my gosh how much money did you spend this time but it's beautiful they're living and awesome 
see, I see, I see them all on Instagram and I'm just like, I could just live there and just be so happy and not eat anything else. I was about to say, Katie might move up there. You might have a, a new employee. Well, you need help. I wish. Katie. And also tell us a little bit. So ever since I've known you, you've been super passionate about animals. Tell us a little bit about your, all of the efforts that you've put in towards animal rescue and fostering and, and all of that. Um, I've been a dog lover forever. I got my first dog in college, so he's about to turn nine, which is crazy. He's not nine. He's nine. Oh and my gosh. That's a handful. He still acts like a puppy. And now I have four pets by myself. So shout out to the single dog mom life. That's crazy. And I've, I've always just been, I guess I'm most empathetic towards animals and Jeez, this could be really long-winded. My dream job in college was to be like a state lobbyist for the Humane Society. And when I first graduated college, I got a job as an intern doing policy for them. And they sent me to like the craziest places doing ballot referendums. So um, that was a definite awakening into the animal advocacy world. And it was like really intense situations and going up against opposing big lobby shops so I quickly decided okay I want to be working for animal rights and doing this but in a fundraising capacity so I uh, did that did that life in DC I'm really involved with local rescue here in Bedford I'm on the board at the Humane Society and we do a lot of different fundraising events and different foster programs so yeah and you're on the news too sometimes the, the morning shows so that's the beauty of being in a small town. <laughs> I do um, once or twice a month an adoption segment. We take an adoptable dog or cat over onto the news and do a little adoption segment. So that's fun. Hey, buddy. So Hi. the experience Mowgli had with a cat was with Katie's roommate. And we were like, oh, not right. Yeah. We'll be fine with Mowgli. It's fine. And Mowgli was a puppy. And I don't know what happened, but this like odor was released from peanut and like sprayed Mowgli. And since then he like doesn't mess with cats whatsoever. So I was like, yeah, I can bring a cat home. He'll be terrified. (laughs) Yeah. I've never like cats are crazy. Oh my gosh. It's like they release their, they're like skunks, but it's not that bad. Interesting. I had no idea. I hope this doesn't make a podcast. I'm sure (laughs) Katie, Katie's going to want to keep it in. Katie doesn't, I don't, we don't talk about animals that much. So I feel like she interrupts me and says she doesn't care. (laughs) Um, But we'll leave this in. We'll leave this in for Katie. But let's thank you for the background and let's get into the first segment of where to stay. So after doing a little bit of research on Bedford, it looks like we have a couple of different options. So like from luxury resorts to a few cute little bed and breakfast and hotels, where would you recommend a couple of recommendations for our listeners? Yes. So I, I thought of three that I would definitely recommend. Um, no, Mowgli, all of which are actually pet friendly. So just another plug um, for here. This is a major uh, outdoor recreational scene. So I think um, if you have a pet and you're looking to travel, Bedford would be an awesome spot to find great food, outdoors, beautiful things, history, and you can bring your animal. The first place that I would like to talk about, it's called the Omni Bedford Springs. And I would be amiss to say that it hasn't put Bedford totally on the map 
Um, so it's an Omni property. It is one of the top operating spas in the country. They are awesome. They do such a great job. It's a massive resort here in town. It's about like a mile and a half outside of historic downtown. And there's a beautiful like running walking trail that connects the historic downtown to the resort. It's def definitely like a luxury spot and a beautiful place to stay or to go dine. They also have an awesome golf course if like you're into that. So also a great spot to eat, drink, play. The outdoor pool is beautiful. And that's actually kind of what put Bedford on the map. So I like I have to say that it's a really, really, really historic and medicinal location. So this is super cool and I get like really geeky when I talk about it, but Bedford was um, part of the Whiskey Rebellion. So that it was kind of ended here. And the spot that I'm looking out at across from my apartment in town is where President Washington stayed and it's called the Washington Bakery and it's super cool. It's the SB house and that's where they say that the Whiskey Rebellion was ended. So they really play up on that and do a lot of tours and different things um, here in town around that, that time frame and just like we're really rich in history. And then another thing about the springs, there was a doctor who um, kind of came across all of these natural springs on the, the lands here. So on the mountain range within the resort's property, there are all these different natural springs that have these medicinal properties. And he would bring his patients in from all over to have, you know, them bathe or use the waters for their different ailments. And so there's all these natural natural springs and that's like a huge draw to the area as well is like um, they have a great map um, to hike and to find all these different springs and that's what they use for the waters in the spa at the resort so I just like love that I think it's super cool and they're all very accessible so that's one spot a second spot are some airbnbs that are in town there are two that I really like one Hey, it's my business partners and he is from Milan and he so cleverly named it Casa Italiana. So great job, Stefano. We're really proud of you on that. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. It has like a beautiful front porch. Um, it kind of has like a Charleston or sorry, a Savannah vibe with like the, the front porch and the hanging mm -hmm. baskets that he has. So that's a really nice Airbnb spot. It can sleep a lot of people. So if you're coming with a group um, and then another one is, um, a spot in town hosted by Mary Pat and it's above her art studio. So it's um, actually, it was the former um, printing location of one of the oldest newspapers in America. <laughs> so oh, wow. What? She converted the spot into like um, some apartments into an Airbnb and then her art studios in the basement. Um, so it's really cool. Um, she's a great host and I just think it has a really, really nice vibe and you're right in town. So those would be some cheaper options. And then the third spot is super cool. And I'd love for you guys to check this place out. I actually had my 30th birthday there during COVID because we were able to like host a group of people safely. Um, and we all had like our separate little sleeping um, arrangement, but it's called River Mountain. And so River Mountain Resort, and it's probably like a 20, 22 minute drive from downtown Bedford, maybe a little further, like 25. And it's in, I guess it would be like Everett would be the name of the town that it would be in. But it is a beautiful property. It's, it was a working farm when they took over and they totally um, restructured the main barn and it's like the main event center. So they'll do chef's 
dinners in there, yoga, different beautiful things. And then they have the old log house, the old stone house, which is the kitchen, like the dining area, working chicken coop. And it's along this a Native American trade route. So there's a lot of spiritual and different really cool historical aspects to the property. They have teepees to sleep in. And then the really cool, really, really cool, they had an architect come in and design all of these pods that sleep like 12 to 14 people. And you each have your own little bunk that like will close and they're designed for your circadian rhythm. So like you fall asleep naturally and wake up naturally with the sunrise. It is so modern and so cool. They do all these really cool events. The founders are from all over the country um, and they've, they definitely didn't spare on the awesome details, staff, um, the staffing, they're from all over and the events and different things they bring in are really cool. It's been a really big draw to the different metro, metropolitan areas that are nearby. So it's a definitely a way to unplug, but still have great Wi-Fi if you need to work from you know, their, their cafe or from wherever on, on the property. But that's they kind of blew up right over COVID, right through COVID they opened. And so props to them for doing such an awesome thing in such a hard time. And I'm really excited to see what all they're going to do, but it's a really nice, unique glamping almost opportunity, but so cool. I'm really impressed with that. Yeah. That sounds like a peaceful little getaway. It is. It is. It's beautiful. So if we go into Airbnb, like the website and we just search the names of them, do you think we'll find them or could you share the links and we could just put them in the show notes? I'll find the links and we can put them in the show notes. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, now that we have a pillow for our heads, let's move on to our next segment, where to eat. (laughs) So Haley, what are your top three restaurants in town? Okay. So my top three restaurants in town, I'm going to start with my favorite brunch spot. And I actually went there this morning to kind of sit mm. and think about like, oh, okay, you know, what are you in love with here? What are your favorite mm-hmm. spots? Um, and my favorite brunch spot is called Horn O'Plenty. And um, so again, Horn O'Plenty, and it's um, about three miles out of town. You definitely need to have a car or we also just recently got a Bedford shuttle, which is very exciting. Oh, that's a safe option to get around. And I like brought the brochure up. Does it cost? Does it, how much does it cost? That's a really good question. Oh, flat rate, $5 per person one way. Oh, that's good. Right. Are, are Ubers, are Ubers hard to get there? Um, I don't know of a single Uber. Oh, okay. So that, okay. So, so like we'll want a shuttle. Uber, it totally would go blank. Um, okay. I do like a Lyft or an Uber here. That doesn't exist. There was a taxi for a hot minute, but um, I haven't heard of that in a while. So yeah, you definitely need to have like your cousin or your, you know, okay. somebody on dial that knows like, Hey, I need a ride home. Okay. Got it. Note the, taken. If you fly, I mean, I feel like it's probably the best bet to drive, especially, I mean, like, especially if you're in like the East coast here, but if somebody needed to fly in, what's the nearest airport. And then I'm assuming the shuttle doesn't go to the airport. Right. The shuttle does not go to the airport. <laughs> you would need to rent a car or be picked up for sure. Um, okay. That is one of the most challenging um, logistics to to visiting here, I think, is if you needed to fly in. All of the airports are about two hours away. So about an hour and a half to two hours equal distance to Baltimore, Dulles, Reagan, 
Harrisburg and Pittsburgh. So that's one thing that's been a challenge moving home. Yeah. But I would say like, note. if you're along the East Coast or like coming from Raleigh or DC, Charlotte, any of those places, just driving would be yeah. the best bet. I'll let you get back to the restaurants, but question, how far away are you from like Amish country or Lancaster? Um, yeah, so Lancaster, we're about probably an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, okay, okay. To say from anything, we're about two hours, so okay. about hours away. Um, there is um, probably within like 15, 20 minutes a, a really large Mennonite population. Thank you for here. I always find that very interesting, like that whole culture or religion, I don't know what we want to call it, but it's so intriguing. Back um, to food. So my favorite brunch spot is called Horno Plenty, and it is, they like, one of the um, taglines, they call themselves a restaurant, and it really is. It's awesome. Like, it was always my top spot to go when I came home from D.C., my favorite restaurant to go to. Everything is actually farm to table, and there's not much that doesn't pass through the owner's hands herself. And her name is Mandy Horn. She's awesome like an awesome visionary that just like makes everything. Um, their brunch is delicious. It's BYOB and they have like an awesome outdoor dining air, like dining scene. And um, I would highly suggest the, um, the pizza. So it's like a wood fired pizza place too. Ooh. It's super yummy and um, a really cute, authentic spot. And she has an Airbnb above her restaurant as well. And that's um, wait back to the BYOB like you can literally bring your own alcohol yes so it's BYO she doesn't charge a charge a corkage oh and, um, so it's an awesome spot they'll you know provide you with your juice or whatnot and they have some live music um, <sighs> like bands mm. and different solo artists so it's a great spot I wonder I think that's like a state thing because when we were in tech we Haley, um, we were in Texas a couple of months ago, like for April and May, just visiting Ryan's family. And we went to some, like not so many restaurants, but we went to several restaurants that did like bring your own wine or whatever. I don't think North Carolina does that. Yeah. States. So I think it's state wide. License or on different laws and ours is called like the PLCB and we're BYO too in our restaurant. Yeah. So we don't charge a corkage. Um, for us to get our liquor license, we would be jumping through so many legal hoops and it's super expensive to maintain one. So it's just mm. more advantageous for us to allow people to bring in their own. Yeah. Um, North Carolina, yeah, is really, really strict and has some different, mm. some different rules. So mm. they, like, do you guys have happy hour? That's so no. funny that you bring this up because we just did our DC episode and um, the girl that we were interviewing was talking about all these happy hours and Lo and behold, like we found out we don't have happy hour. I remember this from college. I worked at a bar in Chapel Hill and we weren't allowed to advertise or do a happy hour because it was like a state rule that if you ran a special on a drink, you had to run it for the whole day. So like other states are able to do happy hours, like happy hour in DC is a thing. And we have happy hour here too. Um, so, yeah. so in North Carolina, we just have happy days. Happy every day is happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I did not know that. But now that you say that, I realized that like some restaurants will offer half price wines, but it's like the whole day. Yeah. And I've never noticed. I've never noticed that. Hmm. Interessant. Very like interesting. Half price wine Wednesday or something. But anyways. Um, okay. Back to Horno Plenty. 
Yes. So Horn and Plenty is awesome. That would be my brunch recommendation. Um, so great. Or for dinner, like it's a great spot to go for dinner as well. You need reservations? Um, for definitely for dinner, I would say yes. But for like a brunch on a Saturday or Sunday, no. And then I would like to also say favorite place to go eat. Um, lifestyle, my Stefano and Davide's business on a Friday or Saturday night is just like a magical experience. You know, the real Italian, they're like, they, Stefano moved here 14 years ago and opened with his ex-wife, um, the business lifestyle, and they do dinners on Fridays and Saturdays. And his younger brother Davide moved back around the same time as me about two and a half years ago. Um, but it's just so crazy people come in and be like how did you guys end up in bedford so yeah happy to have they do um a prefixed menu so it's five courses and you get your first course and your second course you get to choose between what entree you would like to have so they have multiple choices but it's made fresh every day you start with an awesome charcuterie board everything's imported meats and cheeses jams and then you move into like a pasta or risotto of your choice and it's very seasonal and then the main course they usually try to do like a meat and a fish option with a side of vegetable or salad and then a dessert and imported espresso at the end so it usually is about a two-hour experience they definitely um it's a it's a social experience more so than just going out to eat 45 minutes it's byob no corkage fee and they always tell you what wine they would suggest with what they're preparing and you're able to bring in whatever you want um we occasionally will have live music um but it is so awesome they come out and talk about the regions in which you know they're pulling their inspiration from you definitely need reservations for that they're usually always sold out so definitely look into a reservation for them but yeah They've been doing that for about 14 years and they're nearly booked every weekend. And they really only serve food Fridays and Saturday nights. They're not open during the week. So what it's actually a um, artisanal food store and everything's imported. So we have some pottery and books as well, but it's a market through the week and then they transform it into it used to be one long table in a family style dinner so you might sit beside someone you've never met before you could have like a whole private party of the whole place with covid there's been a little more restrictions as to like breaking it up but they just transform it into a torturia family style dinner on fridays and saturday nights so yeah so those are it's a little more limited I do want to plug my favorite pizza place um, in town. It's called OIP, Original Italian Pizza, um, and it's awesome. We go there quite often, and I, like, walk through the drive-thru with my pets and just, like, pick <laughs> stuff up at the window. Their pizza is great, and I'm celiac. They have a, a great gluten-free option as well, so love them. Um, another spot in town, it's called the Golden Eagle, and it there's like a, a more fine dining experience on the upper level um and then they have a pub that's um a very it, it's an irish pub um with some, some small bistro seating and then a really nice outdoor patio with a lovely garden um so that's in town as well um, what do you like to get there so everyone loves their burgers the pub burger 
So people love that. My go-to, um, and this is so silly, but like I have to say it is, it's a really big thing in Pennsylvania, especially on the Western side to put French fries on your salad. So I love their like Pittsburgh style salad, their steak salad with French fries. I'm a big French fry on your salad girl. So that's like a really big Pennsylvania Pittsburgh thing. Never heard of that. No, me neither. I'm going to start doing that. It's like a good little 80, 20 thing. Like you get your greens in, but yeah. Perfect. So yeah, the pub is great. Um, And then the resort, there's some great um, fine dining options out there and their golf clubhouse is really cute. So I would say that those are my, my top spots to eat. Oh, and I, I own a restaurant and I need to plug that. Yeah. I was about to say (laughs) plug your plug lifestyle next door. So you call it next door. Um, There's a spot in Boulder that has like a really great little, um, finer dining and then they have a spot called um the kitchen next door I think so my best friend has moved back from Boulder and we loved that so lifestyle next door is kind of where that um was born from and we do an awesome brunch as well and we're very European heavy we do a lot of bowls so grain bowls or salad bowls and um we do paninis, chia bowls, all sorts of things. So that's an awesome, awesome spot. And we also do cold pressed juices. So we have two to three cold pressed juices on rotation and then our coffee bar as well. And what about deep root, deep rooted? What is that? So deep rooted, um, is my like side hustle plant business, mostly just house plants or interiors. And is that separate from next door or yeah, next door? So we like to say that Deep Rooted has found its permanent home in Nextdoor because I'm 24-7 in Nextdoor and it's hard to get away to do pop-ups different places. So um, yeah, um, Deep Rooted basically lives within Nextdoor now. So I just have a lot of my stuff in there. I still do like some consulting or build outs um, for hire, but I'm mostly just selling some plants off the shelves of Nextdoor. And sorry if I miss this, but is next door, is it like, do you order at the counter? Is it, is it sit down? So that's, it was really, it's been really fun to open that here because Mm -hmm. a lot of the locals were a little miffed by our, we're fast casual. So, um, kind of like a, you go up to the counter when you walk in, go to the counter, we assign you a dog breed when you order and you're seated, then we'll know like, okay, the great Dane where we run your food and drink. So Mm -hmm. um, it's more of a European style, fast, casual, um, dining experience. And you, we promote people to be able to work from there for the day. So we have plugs by Mm -hmm. all the tables if they'd like to telework. And also if you need to get in and out in 20 minutes, we can do that too. And people will like my tagline always is like, they're like, Oh my gosh, you could be in San Francisco or you can be in DC. And I'm like, but we're in Bedford. Like things like nice things are here too. Yeah. Uh, Is Bedford like, are there a lot of people your age or is it mostly like older people or the demo? Don't care. The worst part of living here is dating. (laughs) It's like Uh, a dating pool. Uh Um, And you, if I think it's, huge on tourism like we have so many people in and out all the time but it's definitely an older population and it's very common to move away for college I'd say a a big part move a a large part of them move move home but it's been a like a growing trend more recently I see like my age group 
slowly trickling back. So that's been really fun to see classmates move back as either, you know, entrepreneurs, um, parents or doctors. So like two kids I graduated with are like one's my, um, one's my optometrist and one's my dermatologist. So it's so fun for me to go in and to see my classmates as doctors. I'm always just like gushing with pride and like have their business cards in the store and it's very exciting. And I went to school, like it's a really small, small, small town. Um, within the county, we have like five school districts and I graduated with 182 kids. Like if you guys can imagine, and that's really small. Everyone knows everyone. So they kind of remember you as that 18 year old, like I was a little mischievous. And then now, you know, like take my dogs out in the morning and run into people that I haven't seen in 10 years. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Like, <laughs> But then yeah, there's people like some days in the store, I don't know a single person that comes in and, you know, I get to meet really cool people that are meeting halfway from like Ohio and uh, Jersey to see each other and rekindle or like here on a family vacation. Like I've met really, really cool people our age that kind of just find next door organically and have made some really cool connections that I think I'll have for life. Yeah. I think even though like Bedford is such a small town, this is such like this podcast, I think is such a marketing tool because I personally wouldn't think about going to visit Bedford, but hearing these places that you're recommending, I'm like, okay, like I I know it's small, but I want to go visit all of these places. Okay. So I know that Stephanie and I love to get some fun cocktails or some wine while we're on vacation or while we're, you know, visiting new cities. So what are some places that you would recommend going to get a couple of alcoholic beverages or mocktails, non-alcoholic beverages? Yeah. So my few top spots, like where I would start and end the night, um, I would go to Old Bedford Brewing. So that's, they have an indoor brew yard with like yard games in the back. So that's a fun spot and they brew their own beer. It's a husband and wife team. Love it there. The pub in town is another like local watering hole with some craft cocktails and a pretty extensive beer and liquor list. So that's another spot that I would suggest going. They do a really nice like spicy margarita and they always have a lot of different seasonal drinks on the menu so I would suggest that Uh, we don't have any rooftop bars here but all the places that I'm naming do have outdoor seating so that's fun and then spot that we we call it the news but it's called the village news and it's a newsstand um, like an old newsstand and they sell like lottery tickets and things but it has a ton of really cool local art inside um, and that is like our probably my friends and I's top spot to go is we just always meet at the news. It's a great like nightcap, tons of awesome beer and a nice back patio too. What's your go-to cocktail? Is it the spicy margarita? My go-to, I'm a spicy margarita girl or my other is an Aperol spritz. So I love that. Oh, that's like Katie likes a spicy marg and I love an Aperol spritz. Perfect. Well, now that we are full, we're a little tipsy. Let's talk about things to do. So Haley, what are some activities you'd recommend someone to do while they're in town? Yeah. So there's the historical element. Well, I talked about River Mountain quite a bit. So a place to go check out. Um, There are some great golf courses within the area too. There are like four or five different golf courses to check out. Also, a really fun little thing to do in town is um, 
kayaking on the river. So we have an outfitters shop in town. It's called Fat Jimmy's Outfitters and they rent out mountain bikes, road bikes, and kayaks. So there's all these different drop, drop in and drop out locations along the river that they could help you with. So kayaking on the Juniata River here is definitely really fun and beautiful. Take a cooler and just make a day of it. Um, uh, what else? So we have this spot. It's it, it's reminiscent. Well, it's very similar to like Colonial Williamsburg. Oh, mm-hmm. here's my cat Vincenzo. Vincenzo. <laughs> so this is Vinny, but it's called Old Bedford Village, and it's similar concept to Colonial Williamsburg, but it's like Colonial Bedford. So during the inception of the town, or like the oldest structures that they were able to move and like put into a village it's like m night Shyamalan's the village could have been filmed there it's beautiful they have like a full-time metalsmith woodworker that are dressed in the time periods garb and you know basket weaver pub different things so the inn the a church that they do like time period hymnals and all of that so that's a fun afternoon especially like a family related I've also my girlfriends from Annapolis just visited and I was like oh it's the civil war weekend out at old Bedford village they spent two full days out there like there was it's like the sweet home Alabama where they do the reenactments and her dad is, you know, I can't talk right now. That is full on what it is. And they don't break character. I've also stumbled out there and spent many more hours than I anticipated. So very fun. You can make your own candle, make your own horseshoe, like different. And it, it sucks is you in. Yeah. It sucks you in. It's a dry campus, but if you're into history and could get down with that, they do like a candle at Christmas where there's no, uh, no, it's only candle lit by candlelight and that's really cool I think that that really that always gets me really into the holiday spirit to go and they do like a pumpkin fest and that whole thing we're also very rural so um agriculture abounds here um you have a really good farmer's market yes we have a really good farmer's market on Wednesdays I'm very 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 proud and impressed with our farmer's market and the different vendors that come in for it so that's um Wednesdays from I think nine to two. So that's something I would definitely suggest checking out. We do something called, it used to be called Hot Summer Nights and now it's called Rock the Block. Oh, and that okay. is on like occasional Thursdays and they'll have live music and block the streets off and have beer tents and wine and entertainment. Um, so I definitely suggest that. Um, we have wine winery in town that's just right in town and they have live music every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then our brewery in town, it's called Old Bedford Brewing and they have live music every Friday, Saturday, and then they'll do an occasional live music brunch on Sundays, but they're really awesome. They do big like vats to go and their beer is awesome. They do all sorts of different seasonal things. He just did like a cucumber, honeysuckle, ale. But that sounds good. I wanted to ask about the winery. Um, Have you had the wine? They have some dry, like they have a plethora of different wines. Um, If you're looking for something, you know, it's a great spot to check out and to, to sample. However, we do have a state store um, that's a quite a bit of a drive, but Pennsylvania is different in that you can't just buy beer or wine to go anywhere like there are beer distributors as well as state stores um, that you normally have to go to to buy um, to buy alcohol so that can be 
some people will be tripped up on that sometimes when they come in and it's later and they think they can just plop to the to the gas station and get what they need like yeah it is a little more of a logistical challenge here so there's a a liquor store state store in town but I would suggest checking out Bella Terra as well as um, Old Bedford Brewing like they get really really creative Oh, like beer. Are, they're all like small businesses like family owned small businesses like husband and wife um you know support local um so i'm trying to think of other things i think that this would be fun for like certain people we have a dirt racetrack in town um it's called the bedford speedway and it's a dirt racetrack um that like Tony Stewart comes all the time and like some bigger nascar guys do come in and a lot of them like started on dirt track dirt track racing um and it is um I've been a few times in my lifetime it's a really good time um definitely don't wear anything that you really care about because you get really dirty and I always wear like big glasses because dirt will fly into your eyes but it is such a good time to like take a um pickup truck equipped with everything that you'll need in the back and to like hang out with your friends um they race on either friday or saturday nights i haven't been in a few years my dad and his buddies love to go it's definitely an experience and like if you're into that it is a really really good time so that's fun and then we do have a um drive-in movie theater so much to do in bedford i can plan your whole weekend so the movie theater they think they show a movie once a week my mom and I saw Hocus Pocus on Halloween there this year. So that was oh, really I love cool. that. I love that. So cute. Other things that are really cool to do. Um, so the CNO Canal runs from DC to Pittsburgh. So it's like a bike path. It's a tow path. So if you're if you've been in Georgetown and along the canal, that runs that continues on to Pittsburgh. And it's probably it's 30 minutes to the closest meeting point of that. But if you like wanted to check any of that out, it's super close. We also have like 15 covered bridges in the county. So like people will do covered bridges tours, like go take like really cool. So that's that's a really big Instagramable moment to talk about um I can't not talk about two other things one is in Ohio pile as well I talked about it for the whitewater rafting but we have one of Frank Lloyd Wright's most famous homes there it's called falling water that he designed and it's built over a waterfall and they take people in and do like really cool pictures so it is so cool I've been twice and it's it would definitely be a day trip like if you came to stay in Bedford I would give yourself like a no movie give yourself like a full day to check out falling water they it you need a reservation and it books like really far in advance another we're also very close to flight 93 that you know it's a it's a beautiful drive and the way that they've memorialized and are honoring the victims of that is it's it's a moment and it's a full day that is something like you will never forget um we have a ton of horseback riding outfitters, mountain biking, and different state parks too. So those are, I don't need to go through all the state parks. There's a bazillion, but. At this rate, I think we're going to need a full week in Bedford, yeah. not just a weekend. I can definitely do that. Look up River Mountain. It is so cool. They've done such a good job building this place out and they have they built like yoga platforms that are these like gorgeous wooden platforms like down by the river you feel like you're in a Condé Nast if I'm saying that right like advertisement when you're there it's unbelievable it's so cool are you looking it up Katie yeah oh my gosh like you can't even I can't even describe 
I'm not an art person, so I could be like totally. It's very geometric, like the architecture. Yeah, the architect that they brought in is actually from Lancaster. So, um, but they, it's definitely an experience. Um, and they have great facilitators um, to come in and lead you on different excursions. And they also provide shuttles to all of the nearby, um, like the ski resorts in the winter um, to go hiking on the different spots. Um, we're really close to, this is like, I'm gonna sound like I work for the Visitors Bureau, but it's, a, it's an awesome recreational spot to come to. Like if you're into hiking, if you're into whitewater rafting, skiing um the mountain it's a mountain town so we're really close to a few ski resorts um we're close to two confluence towns so like whitewater rafting is pretty big here we're like 45 minutes away from one of the like biggest whitewater rafting areas within the area and it's called the ohio pile and it is so cool but it's a little it's on the yakagani river and like five the highest class rapids i'm not really sure it's a four or something like that but there's a bunch of outfitters within that area. So I think that they'll, they might, they could potentially run shuttles to there and they'll also shuttle people into, into town. But well, the coolest, when we checked in, you check in at the main like hub and it's, you like pull in and it's just like, oh my gosh, like, where are we staying? This is what we did for my 30th birthday. And my girlfriends came from Pittsburgh, Atlanta, DC, and everyone loved it and had so many different like what we didn't even know what to expect Um, but you pull in and then they take you by side by side so you leave your car like up at the main place and then they throw all of your luggage in the side by side and they take you down to your your pod and we had our one pod all to ourselves um and like beautiful outer on deck chairs out on the deck like overlooking they build like beautiful campfires down by the river at night just for you to hang out Um, So I think it could be as serene or as wild as you want it to be, or, you know, as mellow or um, active as you want it to be. But yeah, we went down and like, Eno, the Eno hammocks in Asheville, they, it, it could be like an advertisement for Eno hammocks. They just have them like scattered all throughout down by the river. Um, I'm definitely plugging river mountain here and they like not paid, not paid whatsoever. (laughs) Had really good experiences with the owners and um yeah, we've catered for them a few times like on site so they do a really nice job so are we ready to go into the rapid fire round it's rapid fire round uh, oh my gosh are you okay <laughs> just had a stroke um <laughs> most instagramable spot Okay, so probably the springs out at the resort, or there is a giant coffee pot structure in town. So we call it the coffee pot. I think that that's a really cool, we follow the social media uh, traction on that. And so many people stop and take photos. Wait, that's so, it's just a random pot. So the Lincoln Highway runs through our town and it's Route 30 and it's like the back way to Pittsburgh if you don't want to take the turnpike. Mm-hmm. And there are all these like there used to be like a giant ship motel on the mountain, like a huge ship and like an igloo that's now an ice cream stand. And so like if you think of all those like massive things around route on Route 66 or whatnot, like mm-hmm. we have like a few of those on the Lincoln Highway that are like it's called the historic Lincoln highway and there's like different oh. books and different things about it. But the coffee pot is here in town 
and we would love to see a roaster go into the coffee yeah. pot. It's really, really tiny. Um, so maybe like a table and the machine would fit inside, but it would be really cool to serve something out of the window. Yeah. And you mentioned your favorite pizza spot. Um, remind us what that was. OIP. OIP. Yeah. What's your favorite Bedford event? Oh my gosh. There's so many. I love the Bedford fair. Um, but my girlfriends, like I said, were like, please don't mention that. Um, but I'm a fair girl through and through. I, my parents used to have to say, you can only go two nights for the week. So pick <laughs> two nights you're going to go. So I would have wanted to go every single night. It, um, only two nights this time. Only two nights out of the seven, Haley. So yeah, I can't go spend all my money. But I love that the the hot summer nights is fun. We have a really big event in the fall and it's called the Fall Foliage Festival. And that kind of goes into the best season to visit is fall. I think summer and fall, there's so many like outdoor activities here and natural wonders, but the fall is gorgeous. We have like beautiful, beautiful leave foliage. Um, it's just, it's gorgeous. Um, and all of like the fall things like the pumpkin patches and, you know, the, the whole nine yards. Um, but Bedford's Fall Foliage Festival, the whole downtown turns into like a big market and we have vendors from all over, food, crafts, activities um, for two weekends, the first weekends in October, the first two weekends in October. And there's like a pageant, the Fall Foliage Festival, Queen and all of that. There's a parade. So it's a big deal and, and um, it brings in a ton of people. What is your favorite place to get wine and cheese? Lifestyle would be the favorite place to get cheese. Um, it's all imported. It's awesome. So if you want to do a charcuterie board, they'll hook you up. What's your favorite place to get dessert? There's one bakery and it's called Whipped. Um, she does an awesome job. So that would be my favorite spot. Or Horno Plenty, the place I'd mentioned before, they do some really good gluten-free options that are super healthy. So I love it there too too the penguin ice cream shop they do like that's not the igloo there the igloo is awesome too but there's the the penguin is like closer to town and they do awesome different sundays and things so i love them okay and let's talk about shopping so you can definitely do more than one uh favorite local business Favorite local business. That's really tough because there are so many that I love, but there's a spot that I always recommend to females, I, both males and females, but definitely I can sign there. It's a place, it's called Reclamation and she, Christy is the owner there and it's in town and it's so cool. She has some artisan makers that do like jewelry, dog collars, like all sorts of really, really, really unique and cool pieces, but then gently used clothing. And um, you can find a lot of designer um, and event wear. Like I've gotten a lot of wedding guest dresses there, really cool shoes. I found some Vince Camutos that I just love and jewelry too. So designer handbags, all sorts of things. So I um, always recommend the people that come in from out of town to go check out Reclamation because it's definitely a great spot to find some fun things. Um, we have an outfitter shop across the street and it's called Cove Creek and it's just for any sort of out outdoors gear or like women's wear as well. So like shoes and different things. And then a really cute boutique in town is called Julie's Wearable Art. 
And then, okay. So Bedford, it's a pretty small spot, so we might not have any, but is there a tourist trap? Is there anywhere that like, maybe you just say, don't go there for tourists. I don't, there's a place called gravity Hill that like you go to and put your car in neutral and it looks like you're going forward, but you're going backwards. Um, it sounds took, like I might get seasick. I'm kind of intrigued. Hard to go. Like it's a little bit of a drive. I don't love it, but that could just be me. Um, I t- when I was babysitting in high school, I like took the kids that I babysat just for like a day thing. But I'd say that's something I wouldn't spend my time doing. There's a lot of other things to see. Cool. And before we wrap, what is your number one travel t- tip in general to share with our listeners? I was thinking about this and I was like, oh my goodness, what would my travel tip be? If I'm flying, I always take a toner, Mm -hmm. a facial toner or like a mist for my face because I feel like if I'm going to break out, it's after I'm on a flight. Mm -hmm. So I like to do a quick toner and then I can't fly without a neck pillow. What kind of neck pillow do you have? So many different kinds because I normally always forget them and then have to buy buy it. But I have the really, really, really obnoxious like... I was engaged and my fiance would be so, he wouldn't even want to sit by me, but I, it was one that like you blow up and you can put your arms down in and like stick your face. Cause he he is from California and we had the cross country flight all the time. And I was like, I want to sleep. Um, but I haven't pulled that out in a really, really long time because I personally, it takes me, I feel like I'm going to pass out even blowing it up. Um, I like to go places that I can take my dog too. So you've flown with him with Mowgli. I have never flown with Mowgli. Now the poodle I have. Yeah. Um, cool. And then where can our listeners find you on social media? So you can find me at lifestyle next door or my personal one is just Haley Feaster on Instagram. Well, Haley, thank you so much for coming on today. I actually really like I'm, I'm pumped to go. We need to plan our, our week at this point, Katie. Yeah. In fall, we'll come for the fall foliage festival and then we'll find the, I want to come when they play the Hocus Pocus in the drive-in. She loves Hocus Pocus. I love Halloween. So I feel like fall. I love Halloween. Halloween here is so cool. Yeah. And I I feel like it's extra cool because it's like so rich in history. I'm sure that they're like ghost tours or something. They'll do like a, a ghost tour. I love that you guys made this podcast and it's very fun no thank you for coming on thank you guys so much thank you so much this was so fun and that is a wrap on bedford pennsylvania if you enjoyed that episode and want more of bedford pennsylvania let us anywhere in pennsylvania (laughs) let us know who we should interview next how many times can we say pennsylvania also don't forget to subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to these podcasts if you found any value to this episode don't forget to tell your french tutor tell your at&t provider next time you call customer service or tell your roommate spouse domestic partner whomever for next week's episode we've had several requests for seattle so mark your calendars we'll be in seattle we'll be back to the west coast but for now sayonara, sayonara.